Welcome back. Yeah, I don't know why you keep coming back, but I appreciate you returning. If you can tolerate the craziness that is me, I thank you for that. And hopefully you don't get committed this month. I am Gregory. Well, folks, like I promised you, I know you got tired of just hearing my voice and want something more smoother and cuter sounding than me. Uh, what's more enjoyable than a 40-plus-year-old man just running his mouth? kind of like going to buy a used car so i've done it i've gotten a guest i've dragged slash kidnapped my lovely wife down here to come and hang out with me for a little while and one hope to keep me a little bit tame and two add a different perspective to my normal discussions rants raves and things of that nature so without any further delay uh nika want to introduce yourself say hi to the folks hi uh, I'm Nika. I've been here before. Yes, you have. Um, yeah, I'm glad to be here. And I appreciate you coming down. We had fun last time. We talked about, I can't remember what we talked about, but it was parties, parties and stuff like that. Yeah. So, you know, I was hanging out. We were hanging out in the house today just through just normal conversation. You came with a great idea, a great topic. And I'm like, that sounds pretty cool. So, Let's just run with it and see where it goes. And so you guys are in the dark. The subject we're going to talk about today or the topic is when bad things happen to you. Specifically by people that you know and trust. Yeah. How do you deal with them? How do you approach the people? How do you um, move forward from there? Uh, do you just take it on the chin or do you go whoop their ass? These are all options. That's a lot of space between the two of those. It's a lot of areas in there. It kind of depends on who it is also. That's another aspect of it. Um, because if it's someone you don't know, it's easier to approach them when you have proof that they've done something or they've deliberately wronged you in some kind of way. But when it's somebody that you're really close to sometimes you just don't know how to handle the situation <laughs> which I was put in a situations just recently like that and I just let it go um, and of course in my mind it was upsetting um, very upsetting kind of hurtful but I just let it go so Let's, I like to give context to some things. Too. Okay. So I, I give I, I like to give like examples of scenarios. Right. So I know it's just because of what you're talking about. I'm gonna give a scenario, and we use that as a actual event. Although it won't be an actual event, it will based be a, on a based, event. It will be what I call a boats based on a true story. Okay. <laughs> so okay, let's say uh, you got a friend, and you know that friend doesn't have soap at their house. Right. And they know you have soap all the time because you're a soap fanatic. You're obsessed with being clean. You buy so much soap that you have a stockpile of soap. So, what's soap? Soap. I don't know. Maybe it's some new kind of soap. It's that new stuff. Yeah. That new soap. It's it's got glitter in it. Mm. It glistens when you put it on. Okay. All right. So, you got this surplus of soap, right? Now, your friend knows you had this soap. But they don't want to ask you for the soap. 
Because you don't know they don't have so. But they know you have more than you need. So his friend one day takes it upon himself to steal a six-pack of soap. Let's call it the best soap in the world. Let's just call it the best soap in the world. That's the brand. Okay. Now, you keep count of your best soap in the world because it's your best shit. And because I'm a little obsessed with compulsive. A little? And a Titanic. Slightly. Yeah, the Titanic has a slight flotation problem. <laughs> now, you keep a count of your soap. You go down there after your friend has left and you see the soap is gone. How does that make you feel? Go. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, in this scenario... <laughs> It's soap. If they had to steal soap, then they obviously needed it. So, in that aspect, would I be mad? I'd be like, oh my god, I can't believe they took my soap. Like, really? You couldn't ask me for it? That's how I would feel in that situation. Um, however, when it's something a little bit more valuable... Like soap on a rope. Because you can't get them no more. Or jeweled soap. Oh, what soap? Or ma- jeweled what the hell is jewel? You know, soap? decorated. Put some Swarovski crystals on it. I who, don't know. Who does that? It's an example. Hold on. Pause. Oh my God. Who puts. It, 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 that's, don't act like there's not someone in the world right now who hasn't put Swarovski crystals on their freaking soap. Yeah, there probably is. And their mama just slapped them with that Swarovski crystal. crystal I can't even say. Swarovski crystal encrusted soap. And it's bow, left cheek. Ow, right all over. Bottle anyway. on it. Let, let's so get on to crystals. another situation. That's that rich people stuff. Um, because these are things that you know about, things we've discussed over our lifetime. Um, clothing items. So That's much so as personal items. Undergarments have been taken from me before. Ooh. And um, some of them had been worn by me some of them were brand new and when i approached the situation the response was oh no i have these same ones knowing <laughs> that was inaccurate so it was kind of like the thing where i just kind of laughed it off and just let it go um which tends to be kind of the norm with me i just let stuff go and then i it builds up and I get super stressed out. But anyway, I guess it wasn't such a big deal to me because if you guys know anything about me, I have a weird obsession with buying underwear. So it wasn't that bad, but I was still pissed because a couple of times they were like my favorite underwear. But it's like, do, do people do it just because they can or do they do it because they think or they know that you won't confront them or you won't say anything to them? I, I need to understand because I've never taken anything from anyone without asking. If I wanted it, if I needed it, I've always asked. I've never been the type of person to be like, oh, I see this. They got a lot of it. Let me take it from them because I don't have any. Like, no, I'm, I'm just not that type of person. So for me, when I say it's kind of hurtful, first of all, like... I'm the type of person, if you ask me, if I have it, I'm giving it to you. Even so, underwear? like, why the fuck would you steal from me? Okay. That's... Yeah. I can respect that. Uh, even underwear? Sure. Don't answer that. 
But brand new pair that I haven't worn that still got the tags on them. Yeah, or really I'll old, give it to you. Or really old pair you don't need no money not come well, back. Well, no, that's just gross. But somebody nasty. That's nasty. Like grandpa said you never put somebody else's vagina on yours. I don't have a vagina, so I guess I will put somebody's vagina on mine. But you want one to size. <laughs> like underwear, though. Underwear, like, no, look. Okay. It's different but, for women because we're I, super moist all the time. And even if you wash, it's still got your body on your underwear. So it's just gross. That's Okay, so, all right, I'm dragging the underwear thing out because that's really funny and really weird and really creepy. It funny. is weird. <laughs> but, okay, so here's, here's my theory on that. Mm-hmm. I feel, and this might be, you know, you might agree with me on that. I think people take things not because they need them, but because it's an um, opportunity. That's right. It's an opportunity. Look, I said, I've said this many a time before when we talk about stuff like this. Mm-hmm. Um, good people do bad things. And bad people do worse things. But the one common trait with the common stream between the commonality between the two is commonality a word. It's gonna be tonight. It is. Put that on a t-shirt. <laughs> hashtag. It. I go back to saying my friend said if you can if you can spell no, it as a word. Well, it, it, give me a pencil. And a, I gotta pay. We can spell it. Oh man. But no, if you think about it, the, the one common factor between both of those, whether it's a good person doing bad things or bad people doing worse things, is that it's opportunity. If you leave a hundred dollars on a table in a restaurant, you may get ten people to walk by it, but one person gonna take it. Mm-hmm. And if you have a hundred dollars in your car, in your seat, in your car, it's in there. A bad person might break your window and take and it. And that's expected, but not from. I'm trusting. I am very trusting, and it's taken many years for me to become trusting, and maybe that's the problem. Because for so long, I never let my guard down. I never trusted anyone, kid, adult, dog, cat. I, I didn't trust you. Mm-hmm. Somebody always had an ulterior motive. But at this point in my life, like, I've become more trusting. So to ha- to put that trust in someone and to have them betray that trust, it's like, it just stings, I guess. Yeah. And it makes me feel that I can't trust. Maybe I shouldn't be so trusting. Maybe I shouldn't be so open and free to believe that people are not going to wrong me. And maybe that's my downfall. Mm. Now, let me ask you this. Let me play devil's advocate here and flip it a little bit. Do you ever think of the, look at the th- things that are taken from you um, and say, you know, wow, they must really need it? So it's not as big of an issue. Like, let's say someone comes to your house and uses the soap. If someone steals soap from you, it's not because they want your really nice, well, it could be because they want your really nice soap, but more more like, more than, more, most likely is that they don't have soap. The soap situation, yeah, that's why I say it. it wouldn't bother me if it was soap. I wouldn't care. It's like, if you steal the soap from me, okay, you need it. Even though you could just open your mouth. Hey, nigga, I see you got a lot of soap. Can I have soap? Yeah, you can have the soap. Of course you can have the soap. You need the soap, take the soap. Um, But in both situations that this has happened to me, no, neither one of them (laughs) need what they took from me. Yeah. Especially considering 
the lifestyle that this person has right now. And, and again, because of what's provided for them through yeah. that person's income. Yeah. They don't need what they took from me. Yeah. And so, and that's where I get to the, uh, 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 I hate to use the very crime of opportunity, but really what it is. It's an opportunity, it's, it's opportunity, those opportunity, why am I doing this? What the fuck is wrong with my words? Right now? I think I'm having a little bit of a stroke. <laughs> Give me get some water. I'll be okay. Give me an aspirin. I'll be okay in five minutes. No, but it's an opportunity. See, when somebody does something like that, they weren't intentionally thinking about doing it. They saw it and they did it. Some people call them go-getters. Well, <laughs> one thing of that scenario that I did not discuss, but it all makes sense now. Um, the, the, it was it was planned. It, it was it was planned, and I'll tell you why. Off, off the mic. off the record. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. but if it wasn't for the other person involved. I would have never known, and I would have just been freaking out, like, where did I lose what I lost? Yeah. Because at the time, something else was used, and I knew what I had. So, I would have just been freaking out, like, oh my god, what did I do? Where did I go? You know, how, where did I lose it at? Mm-hmm. And there's a, there's a, there's the thought, thoughtlessness that comes in in that place, because if someone would take something small, after a while, the small thing becomes no big thing at all. Yeah. Like, the, I always say the first thing you steal is going to be something insignificant, something tiny. Like, when I was a kid, I took 20 cents from my mother's nightstand. 20 cents. I don't think it was 20 cents. It might have been 15 cents. Well, I took two dimes. Let's call it 30 cents because who steals 20 cents? 30 cents more. Even if it was 50 cents, it wasn't. Mm-hmm. But I was 11. And I was punished for that for a month. And it was a hard, it was, it was, a, I had to do the full term, full sentence. It was a mandatory 30 days. And I'm like, here I am like 30 something years later, I still remember that. I don't remember how much I stole, but I can tell you I was on punishment for 30 days. Yeah. So that potentially, I'm not a criminal thief, I know stole them. But that, if I were, if I was on a path to be a crook, that uh, deterred me from it. That potentially could have deterred me from it. So yeah, what, and I had a similar situation. Situation. Saturation. Mine was a peppermint, and I was like seven years old. That wouldn't even worth thirty cents. And it wasn't. Now that I'm a mom, I understand my mom's point. It wasn't the fact that I took the peppermint. It was the fact that I took something from her, and mm-hmm. it wasn't mine. Yeah. So the punishment I felt at the time wasn't significant. Because it's like, it's just a peppermint. And you had like a ton of peppermints. But it was the fact that you took something, you stole something. I essentially stole my mom's peppermint because I didn't ask for it. Yeah. So that taught me a lesson. It wasn't about what I took. It was the fact that I took it from her. It was stealing. You know, so you're, you're taught lessons. And, you know, I've had similar things happen. Just little things like that that, you know our kids have done to me and it's not so much of what you took it's the fact that you took it without asking so you know that's always my thing like if you ask me if i have it it's yours whether i want it or not if if you are someone that i love dearly and you need something for me it's yours you know and and people should know that about me especially the people involved in this situation they know that about me 
Well, that's part of it. And I, I think sometimes that's part of the reason why it does happen. Because the expectation is you give it anyway. And if you find out you won't say anything, you'll be fine with it. Like, sometimes that happens. I mean, people are really good at reading, reading, reading you. Reading, not you, but in general. People are really good at reading people. At being, uh, you know, being aware of the potential response based on a certain answer. So, if you think about it, it's like, so if you think about it, if if someone's looking at you to do something or that you've done, they'll be like, hmm, what's the worst case scenario for this situation? What's the worst case? And if you are like somebody that's like, okay, like, okay, okay, okay. Here's a good one. Joe Pesci. I'm going to okay. say, okay, okay. again. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't steal something from my dad. Mm-hmm. Not because I want to steal something, but I wouldn't. Right. Because I know the potential impact of doing that. You get a ghost moment. Yeah. Ghost into rig But in worst case scenarios, if you if I had to pick somebody, it'd be somebody who'd be like, okay, well, you know, it's all right. These things happen. So that's kind of how I would approach that situation if I was a criminal. If you're not a criminal, you don't think like that. I, I, I try to use I try to use the word criminal, but I'm using the word criminal. And it's a criminal act. It is, but because you steal something from the store, no matter how big or small, I don't know. There's the potential you may get in trouble for it. I don't know. I'm. 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 I'm conflicted in this situation. I'm very conflicted, and I've chosen to let it go. Um. For several reasons but that doesn't mean next time I'm not gonna be on guard because I am and it's unfortunate that I have to be that way but in order for me to protect my assets <laughs> I gotta be on guard and you know I hate to have to put things away or lock, lock things away because I just don't feel like I should have to do that in my own home but you gotta do what you gotta do to protect what you value. I'm really, I'm really giving thought to this because, hmm, I don't know. Like, I guess what it comes down to, it's not so much the thing that somebody would take from you, but it's the, the loss of trust. Yeah. That's that's the biggest thing, is the loss of trust in. The loss of trust and the loss of respect. Yeah. Because if somebody, if someone says they love you or have love for you, but then they take something from you anyway. Yeah, and pretend like, oh, nothing never happened. Hey, what's going on? Can I help you do this? Like, yeah. Then you're like, you're like, what the, what, what the, what the fuck? What, what do you, what do you, what am I to you? Yeah. What am I to you? And then more importantly, what's the reputation that I have? What, what's, what's the expectation when you come around me or when you see my stuff? Do you think that I'm doing these things because I, or I'm, I'm not saying anything because? You um you you are a family member, a close friend, or whatever, and it's okay. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's not though. I mean that's 
it, it's I don't know I guess how did my mom used to say it people come in wide-eyed and they see what you have and then it's just like a, a treasure hunt for them <laughs> what? Um, yeah she used to mix her words but I understood what she was saying I mean I, I was a child when she said that to me mm-hmm. so treasure hunt was the best thing for me to understand um but it made sense because you know i've told you stories about one individual that she was involved with that took everything of value that my grandparents had given us that wasn't tied down oh yeah um you know so it was crime of opportunity Mm -hmm. i guess basically you know it's there they know it's there they know it's valuable so they're gonna take it because it's there and then what are you gonna do because if you keep allowing this person to come in, you're allowing them to continuously come in and take from you. And it becomes like, you're like a punching bag at that point, I guess. Or, or I don't know, a loser, a, a gullible, naive, stupid. I, I don't know what, what would be the word to use. I don't think I'd go the far as, as being gullible and uh I mean, but what or do you but, call it when you know someone is is doing these things to you and you constantly let that person come in and continuously do these things to you? Well, now, I think I think that's where the problem comes in. Because uh, if, someone, if someone does something one time, then it's upon, it's, it's on you to determine whether or not you want to approach that person or let it go. Whatever decision you, you make, you have to live with it. And it's a hard one. So Because sometimes they're, they're close friends. I mean, you know, there's, there's several stories of uh, celebrities who've had people close to them that stole the money from them. Uh, back in the night, I remember Selena, the lady was stealing money from her. Uh, Kanye West's cousin threw a laptop from him with, with music on it and tried to sell it back to him or whatever. Kevin Hart's homeboy. Kevin Hart's homeboy tried to extort money from him. So, People are always going to do these things. It's it's a hard it's a hard thing to deal with because you're like, I trusted you, right? And I brought you close to my family, or you are a family. I think it's worse when family does it though. It, it's it's a lot worse. Yeah, because it's a lot worse. Yeah, because you're like, dude, I'm doing every, I do all kind of things for you. I've done this stuff I've for you before. Done things for you. You know that I've done things for you know that I would do anything for you and mm-hmm. yet still you turn around and you do this to me. It, it, it's betrayal. Yeah. That's the word. It's betrayal. Yeah. Well, we rode on that one pretty hard. Yeah. Kind of got a somber sack out of feeling. But you all, let, let me know what you guys think. You know, I mean, are we are, are we off the rails on this one? Are we what kind would of, you do? Yeah. Like, what would you do? Would you confront that person or would you just do like me and let it go? And yeah. let karma take control? Yeah. I, I, don't, I, don't, I don't know. Because sometimes you know, evil people live forever. That's true. <laughs> but, you know, I don't... In, in this situation, I don't feel like it's evil. I just... I don't know what I feel. And, that, and that, that's the hardest thing is... Back in the day when stuff was being done to me, I was angry. It was like a laughable anger, but I confronted the situation. Even though the person lied to me and blatantly lied to my face, Mm -hmm. I just kind of like laughed it off. But in this situation, it was more, 
it was it hurt a little bit it was more painful it was like confusion and like shock all at the same time yeah 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 well you guys have had an earful of that one <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we 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 going we yeah, going all the way. Philistine, what should I have done? What yeah. what what would you have done? Or what have you done? Exactly. Let us know. And you know, if there's different perspectives, different angles on it, no, the, the floor is open. The floor is yours, Governor. Right. Let us know what you think. I mean, we always have people that are like me that'll just let stuff go. Then we have people that confront. Mm-hmm. And you know, in, in confronting someone doesn't always mean going off either. I mean, you could just confront them in a nice way and say, "Hey, look, I know you did this, so I just want you to admit it." Yeah. You could keep what you took. Just admit that you took it. Yeah, that's 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 cold. That hurt. That hit him in the heart. Oh man, they feel guilty. You can have it back. No, 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 no. Because you apparently need it. Right. That make it feel so you bad. You need it more than me, and that and that's how you get them. When yeah. you say you need, you obviously need it more than me. So go ahead. You had that. Speaking of, so change the subject up a little bit here. We got a few more minutes. I want to get your opinion on this. Um, I, I talked about this yesterday, but I, but I was by myself, and I was the only guy here in the room. Was, Obviously, if you were by yourself. Well, yeah, I'm just kind of. I mean, it could have been a little ghost, but. A little ghost? Did he say anything back to you? Nobody said anything back to me. Oh, okay. But now they will since you said that. Oh, you know, yeah. Then I'll really be having a stroke. Well, you'll, you'll be fine. Yeah. But yesterday I was talking about the. Um, the uh, article I read, I think I told you about it, where I was uh, reading how Jillian Michaels came out and said some comments about Lizzo right. and her size. And, right. You know, for those of you who didn't listen yesterday, uh, you can Google it. Uh, I'm going to summarize because I'm not very good at word for word. Mm-hmm. But essentially, Jillian Michaels, um, uh, in case you're not familiar with who she is, she's a uh, workout guru. She's a, she's a um, fitness instructor. Fitness instructor. Uh, she's on The Biggest Loser. Mm-hmm. She's she a had hard... her own show for a while. Yeah. She got some videos and stuff like that out. Yeah. She's a hard-nosed workout uh, dietary, right. dietitian, health right. first, health conscious work person. Right. Basically, Sean T on steroids a little bit. Yeah, in a female form. You in know, she's Sean T in a female form. Yeah. So, <laughs> so um, she comes out and she says, you know, um, applause and praises Lilo. 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 Where did Lilo from? Lizzo. For her music, her, uh, her talent, and everything, but she said something to the extent of why we shouldn't be applauding her for her size because it's a known fact that overweight, being overweight, obesity is the number one cause of high blood pressure, diabetes, and things. And that is the number one killer. Blah, 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 blah. So, <clears throat> and she stated it very eloquently or whatever. So the first tweet she put out or comment she made, I, I, I can't remember if it was live and just transcribed, but people got upset saying she's fat shaming. And she doubled down on her statement. Instead of walking it back and apologizing, she doubled down and said, look, I'm not being offensive. I'm just stating something that's a medical fact. Mm-hmm. This is a fact. This is something we should be concerned of. We shouldn't. And she had the first part to say it. Dr. Boyce, uh, uh, I can't say his name. Bryce, I can't, uh, I can't get his name right now. It's in my head, but I can't get it out. But he made a comment about it. Well, he his a little more uh, rough, and that which while like man, but he kind of said that you no, know, she's famous because she's big, and um, I you know you can listen to episode twenty four, which is very extensive in details everything I had about I said about it. Uh, not so much Doctor Boykins, Bryce. I I can't think of his name. It's on the tip of my tongue. I can see his face and everything. But anyway, 
thought long and hard about this, and you had some comments about it that mm-hmm. gave me a different perspective on it. Mm-hmm. Um, just to reiterate my thoughts yesterday, um, I don't think what she said was wrong or, or offensive. Uh, unfortunately, the culture we live in today, if you're, it's kind of like the, the, the Star Wars, the Sith. If you're not mm-hmm. with me, you're my enemy. Mm-hmm. So anything that's said that goes against the standard norm or the acceptable PC internet troll twitter world social justice world anything that's offensive to them is offensive to everyone and shouldn't be mm-hmm. said um, but my example was you know hey if greg's eating a lot of mcdonald's or no that wasn't that one again. i said if i go out my front door and, and run to a, a run a block one block just jog light jog not no marathon or sprint but jog and i'm sweating profusely heaving for breath and i'm overweight mm-hmm. if my friend says to me you know you need to get that under control it's not to be applauded that you're out of shape. Now, this is not to say, and she did not say, Julian did not say that Lizzo was out of shape. Mm-hmm. And this is not us or me saying she's out of shape, because I don't know the motherfucker. I don't know. It's a fact. Sometimes people that you think are out of shape live longer than the ones right. that are in shape. People with high blood pressure have average weight. Some of them are in shape and still underweight. So, the, 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 the question I had was, Is it, is it, or are we at a point where this discussion was going to happen? Meaning, we got from a point where the body image and body shame was brought to the table. That women don't all look like what you see in Victoria's Mm -hmm. Secret. Then we got, so then we got to a place where diverse body shapes are celebrated and um, appreciated. Now we're at a point where I think we're we're we've done that. We've gotten to the point where that's working to some degree. Now, not not perfectly, obviously, mm-hmm. and never that will be perfect. But now we're at a point where now we're saying, wait a minute. People are people are feeling more comfortable to come back and say, hey, wait a minute. You're not bad because you're big, but and dot 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 dot. Mm-hmm. But dot 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 dot. Mm-hmm. Same thing with baseball players who take steroids. Hey, you, Mark McGuire, you're knocking horns out the field. But you're on steroids, and it can do this to you. Mm-hmm. So, is, is is are we at that point now where it's safe or acceptable to say things that are true, even though they hurt hurt your feelings? This is what I think, and I, I'm just gonna give the point of view from my perspective, uh, what I've experienced, and go from there. Um, what I think and what. <laughs> Part of what I said about what Jillian said was this. She's not just an average Joe like me saying, oh, my God, Lizzo needs to lose weight. No, I believe that I believe in confidence at any size. And if she wants to be confident, great. But dot, dot, dot. (laughs) (laughs) Seriously, but it's a certain aspect of being healthy and if somebody's concerned about you whether you're big or small if a professional go now would you bash your doctor for saying that you need to get something under control or where you accept it and say okay doc yeah you're right case in point i've been small my entire life had kids got back down to my size i've had people call me chicken legs i've had people call me anorexic i've had people say all kinds of things now that i have gained weight due to medical reasons um and 
considering my body frame, I'm considered overweight. Even though when you look at me, you're like, Nika, you're not overweight. But I'm considered overweight in the medical field Mm -hmm. because of my body frame. I was told by my doctor that, hey, you have too much weight on you. You need to get it down because this, that, and the third could be happening because you're small framed and your body cannot handle the weight that you're carrying. My doctor said that if a fitness instructor came to me or a nutritionist came to me and said that, would I be offended? No. So why is society so offended when somebody in the professional field comes out to say something? I've had friends when I was just what, four weeks after having a baby call me fat. Really? I just had a baby and you call me fat. This same person was the same one that would talk about me when I was 100 pounds. So it's like, and I'm not just going to say women, but people in some realms can't win for losing. There's no in between for people. Either you're too freaking skinny or you're too freaking fat. But being overweight, we all know is unhealthy in so many aspects. There are conditions that cause you to gain weight, case in point, me, medical reasons. There are other reasons, you know, uh, genes, uh, family history, genetics, whatever, that can cause you to be overweight or underweight. Um, But my thing is, why is it so wrong now to say something? Why do you always have to apologize for everything that you say nowadays? That's, you know... There are some things that Lizzo does that I don't agree with. (laughs) (laughs) Let's just put it out there. But why does Jillian have to apologize for what she said? Because she was concerned. Now, if that was her mama saying it, nobody would have anything to say. So why is it that one person can't say something to another person without it being offensive? Why does everything have to be offensive? Yeah. Yeah, you know, some of the best things I've ever heard in my life have been things that offended me. And it was said because, and, and most likely, most reasons, the things, most times the thing, things offended me, it was because they were true. Exactly. Nobody you know, wants to hear the truth. That's yeah. the bottom line. The truth hurts. And look, um, no one knows Lizzo's health status. Exactly. We don't know. We don't know. Like I said, she could literally be 92 years old. Right. And Julian Michaels would die tomorrow. I mean, it's it's not a, it's not a thing, but if someone if someone sees something, mm-hmm. you know, there've been cases where people have seen things on people and it saved their life, mm-hmm. like exactly. uh, yeah, so Tariq. T- yeah, from um um flipper flop. flop, yeah, so you know you could easily say, oh look at them, look at them. why are they talking about my neck or my eye, wherever mm-hmm. it was, mm-hmm. what's wrong with why are you just judging, yeah, so and she was in the medical field. Mm-hmm. So, and while Julian Michaels is not a professional doctor, she's not saying that right. this is going to happen to you. It's just a, cons- it's, 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 it's a making mention of something. And I think the takeaway from it was really we're, we're, we're celebrating an unhealthy lifestyle. Mm-hmm. And while we should not say that every woman should try to look like what you see on Victoria's Secret or in whatever magazine, if they even come out anymore, or online, we don't expect you to look like, you shouldn't have to live up to that expectation. And mm-hmm. I understand, I understand that that is a very, very, very hard thing as a young girl to deal mm-hmm. with. 
And I'm not I'm making dealing with it right now with my ten year old daughter. Yeah. I'm not making yes, not so not make light and I'm not making light of it saying yeah, there's something no. easy to do. Um but we also shouldn't go in the complete opposite direction and say Okay, because we don't want to encourage that, we're going to encourage everything else and not say anything about it. Mm-hmm. We're going to just, well, positive, happy. You can be positive, confident, and beautiful mm-hmm. and still have someone say, hey, look, you need to, you know. Mm-hmm. Because some of those skinny-ass models, I look and say, someone needs to give you a steak. You cannot be surviving. Mm-hmm. That's just as dangerous as being overweight. Yeah. You know. I have a friend that's extremely skinny. And some people may look at her and say, oh, my gosh, she needs to eat. Now, let me tell you something about my skinny friend. She can eat. She can put it down. <laughs> However, she has a medical condition that causes her to be as small as she is. And people don't understand that. They look at her and say, oh, my God, you need to eat a steak. Well, let me tell you something. She can eat the whole cow if you give it to her. The bottom line is she can't gain the weight because she has a medical condition. Right. And so do her children. And it's sad because of what they suffer through. And people will look at them and say, oh, my God, why are they so skinny? They must be starving themselves. They're not eating, blah, blah, blah. But that's not the case. Yeah. And then I have some friends that are overweight right. or what people consider to be overweight. Right. I think I think it's – well, I'm not going to say I think. I feel that we're at a point where these discussions can be had without being uh, – assuming that they're being offensive. I, mean, I feel Everybody that way. gets offensive nowadays, yeah. and I'm just going to go and flat out and say it. We didn't have that. Because we didn't have all of this social media crap. Yeah. People get offended if you say the sky is blue. Honestly. But the world's still it's flat. It's not down. blue. Oh my God. It's this color. That. Look. <laughs> you know, everything isn't made to be offensive. And everybody shouldn't have to apologize for their thoughts or their feelings. Mm-hmm. Sometimes having a freedom of thought and freedom of choice means you're going to have to put up with things that mm-hmm. you don't like or hear things that you don't agree with. Mm-hmm. And that's the sacrifice we make. Now, true, in, in common fashion, what Lizzo told her is basically keep my blank out your mouth or whatever, whatever. So that was fair game. Mm-hmm. And as a person that makes a comment about one, mm-hmm. you got to be ready to accept whatever comes back. Take it back, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Whether or not it's a fact that her health is bad and you and whatever, whatever. All right, it's not. Mm-hmm. You don't know that. She can be healthier than most of us. We mm-hmm. don't know. Right. But making that statement, say, hey, you know what? All right. She might have her, that's, that's her opinion. Mm-hmm. I'm doing well over here. Check your own cholesterol level. Right. And move on from it. I mean, it's cool. It's a back and forth battle. And I hope, I hope this doesn't drag out and keep on coming up again. It again. is. You know what it yeah. is. Yeah. But, you know, she's been, I mean, now, in, 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 in Lizzo's defense, too, because, like I say, I love her music. I love her personality, mm-hmm. and I love her confidence, her confidence in her yeah. in her craft and her skill. Right. Um, obviously, she does things above and beyond what I think I would do. Some but, things are a little questionable. But you know, <laughs> but, every every yeah. everybody does. I mean, people right. say some things I do are questionable, quirky. Some say weird they and are, out, of, but, out of the box. You know. Thank you. Mm-hmm. No so problem. we all have that. Um, but I can also say that being a I hate using the word plus size. I'm not going to say that shit. Being who she is. Mm-hmm. Being mm-hmm. how she was born. Right. How she looks and everything. There's a quote unquote um, group of people mm-hmm. who feel that she's fair game to talk about. Mm-hmm. And the one thing I the one thing I, I never really, I never would do is talk about someone because they're fat. 
Right. Or right. or physical attributes, really. Mm-hmm. Well, unless you talk about me, then it's fair game. But <laughs> it's not a it's not a fair shot. So I know she actually left Twitter recently because I'm pretty sure she probably got mm-hmm. smashed to death on Twitter by people. You can only imagine people say, first of all, people are mad because there's. A, I yeah. mean, that's the way it is. And then you see people go and then have these dangerous, unhealthy ways of losing weight because you know they can't win for losing. No. They, they, you know, they come out, they're confident, they, you know, they have a successful career, they're doing this, they're doing that, and people can just tear their confidence to shreds. Yeah. I think, because, you know, I think that happened, I think uh, I saw a picture, I don't know if it's true, but Adele lost a lot of weight. Mm-hmm. I think Adele lost a lot of weight. Yeah. I, I was like, what? I mean, I saw, like, what mm-hmm. the Same thing fuck? happened, like we said, when Jennifer Hudson came out, everybody talked about her. It wasn't about her voice and her talent. It was always about her weight and what she looked like. And then, you know, mm-hmm. rather it be because she felt compelled to lose weight or she did it on her own. She did. And now, oh, everybody loves her. Why? Why couldn't you love her for what she was? Because society doesn't society doesn't approve of you unless you look like they want you to look. And the ironic part about it is that just look at her. Oh wow. The ironic part about it is the people that are criticizing you don't look like the ideal right, image they want to have for you. Behind the screen, talking crap, and probably look like who did it what for, and please don't do it again. Yeah. And if that's how, you, if you are that, who did it what for, and what then, and all that stuff you just said, fine. So what we, the the reality is, none of us look like the image we portray, or we, right. we the image that we project upon ourselves, mm-hmm. or that we project upon others. Mm-hmm. You know, none of us are perfect. We all have love handles, bellies. Thick thighs, heavy legs, a little weight. To be perfect. If yeah. we were all perfect, then the world would be boring. Yeah. So I mean, that's just a fact. But when it, I mean, but again, when it comes to an unhealthy or healthy, when it becomes an issue where it's potentially affecting your health, mm-hmm. then it becomes a concern. Right. And I can't fault anybody who's concerned for my health. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you make, if you dog and making fun of me and making me a buddy of jokes, that's different. Mm-hmm. But if you're genuinely saying you're concerned, I can't. I can't. Now I'm not gonna speak for anyone else. I can't get. A, I can't take that. Mm-hmm. I can't take it defensively. Mm-hmm. I'm like, you know what? You thought enough to say something to me about what you think. Like, look, Greg, you got that's your fifth candy bar this week. Mm-hmm. You're 44 years old. You do it to me a lot, and I just like get mad. But it's like, yeah, okay, stop eating the chocolate <laughs> or stop well, drinking the Coca Cola. You, you had a chocolate. You had chocolate for breakfast one day. I rolled off like eating chocolate breakfast. It's not even a good breakfast. breakfast. It's not a good breakfast. Okay, Mister, I used to eat donuts all the time for breakfast. How many years ago that at work? And used to donuts are breakfast. Donuts are sugar. Okay, first of all, I ate the little round donuts. It's still a donut. And they had nuts on them, like the little crunch. Didn't always eat the nut ones. The chocolate ones are good too. It's dope. I wouldn't even dark chocolate. Nobody puts dark chocolate on a donut. Eats it. Dark chocolate on a donut tastes good. That's disgusting. No, it's not. No one does that shit. Yeah, they do. They shouldn't eat it. Bakers. You should Go be a, to a bakery. They should be arrested. You find one. That baker should be whooped for that. Dark chocolate is awesome. And it's healthier than milk on chocolate. On a donut? Yeah. Ugh. No, thank you. No. Such a loser. Well, you know what? I'm a loser that doesn't eat dark chocolate on donuts. So there. Nah. You can eat your own dark chocolate donuts. I will. <laughs> Go nuts with your donuts. I think you're going in another direct <laughs> direction. 
I'm sorry. I'm done with you. I'm leaving the show. Somebody I'm just slipped. Here. Someone just slipped. <laughs> I am off. All right. On that note, since we're getting drunk off whatever's in the air. Water. Water. Monoxide. There's poison. no carbon monoxide in here. I have the tester. It's plugged. Oh, it shoot. ain't plugged in. Where'd it go? We're dying We're in dying here. here. Where did the carbon monoxide? It's on the, it's on the desk. It's, clo- it's got a battery in it. Ooh, it's on the desk. It's still running because it, it has a battery. No, it doesn't. The battery backup runs. And it's, but, okay, you but, need to be quiet before you break my son. I don't, I don't know where it went. You know, really, he can't hear me. All right, folks. This is going off the rails fast. I got a black, a black tire. <laughs> we got a flat tire, and I think the, uh, the suspension is shaking a little bit. The muffler is dragging my suspension getting weak. So you guys all just, um, like I said, thanks for joining us, hanging out. As always, let me know what you think. If you got any thoughts to add to this, whatever the fuck this was we just did. We had a topic and then we went off rails. That happens very uh, regularly on this all show. All the time with us. Especially I, uh, when you get both of us together. Um, oh, sorry. I, didn't, I usually... I usually pour the glass and then I have but you're not supposed to I'm it's not, not supposed Friday to yet. it's not well technically I've gone yeah, on hiatus yeah I'm fine because I've gone I on didn't hiatus. make that commitment I've, we'll, talk, we'll, we'll talk about that next show I've gone on a hiatus I've taken a, um, a, a reprieve from alcohol I've been on one for a while so that don't work for me well, I can have whatever whenever I want I haven't so next episode what it's like to drop alcohol I'll bring the tissues because I'm going to cry. You're not bit. an alcoholic. You're making it seem like you're an alcoholic. But to not drink at all. It's fine. At all. You just don't drink it. At all. Like for for weeks upon weeks. I don't know how long I'm going to go. I don't know how long I'm going to go, but we're going to see. We're going to talk about it next time, folks. All right. Well, everybody go ahead and get your pajamas on. Put your socks on. And Well, if you're hearing this on Wednesday, then definitely take your pajamas and socks off. Put on clothes. And then start your day. And hopefully... If you're midway through your day, hopefully it's going great. I am Gregory. And Nika. 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 (laughs) Thank you for hanging out with us. We'll see you next time. Bye. Bye.